Everything you know about health is about to change. Welcome to Straight Talk on Health with Dr. Vincent Medici. Sometimes people suffer, not from lack of faith, but from lack of knowledge. This is the show that changes that. If you are tired of being sick, tired of not getting answers, tired of spinning in circles, for healing is not a mystery. It is a miracle that you were designed to experience. It takes hard work and real knowledge. It takes patience and time. It takes the education this show can provide. So get it straight today. Here's Dr. Medici. Good morning, my beautiful audience. Saturday morning, spring is in the air. You were thinking about making it happen, no doubt. Even though we're in the age of COVID, we don't care. You know, they were just talking about the devil. Just a moment ago on the show, I was listening and... You know, we've given the devil the wrong message because basically we have bowed down to this stupid, demonic perversion of science called the COVID threat. And I don't need to define for you what I mean by that because you listen to the show and you know. So plan on being challenged again and let's get it right the next time. Because we have to bury this nonsense. One thing before I start the show, I want to just let you know, because it's clear, it's become clear to me watching businesses all over the country. We're finding out this Zoom thing doesn't work. In other words, there was this concept that, oh, well, what we're learning from COVID is we can move out of proximity to work because, well, it doesn't really matter because I can function efficiently as an employee on the computer. And so it was this idea, I can be employed in Los Angeles, but I could live in Georgia. And this is emerging. It's changing, as all of us know, our real estate, commercial, and, and, and personal markets. Here's the inside track on this. A lot of this will disappear, especially the smaller corporations. And by that, I mean everything but the megaliths. And the reason is, it's a lie. I mean, think about it. If you've got a company of 50, 60, 70 people, that's small enough for everybody to really know everybody. And think about those relationships. Those relationships drive the company. There is a, a, a force. There is a positive optimism about growth when people learn by proximity to get along with each other. Now, I'm from New York City. In New York City, you learn to get along with each other because you're stuffed in it. And New Yorkers know how to come together and make it happen. And I lived this for many years of my life. It was always something I was very aware of about working in New York City. You've got to learn to get along. And when you do, there's something you celebrate that you might not put your finger on, but it shows. And this is what corporations and businesses are starting to understand. Now, when you get to the megaliths, it's a different story because when you've got, you know, 30, 40,000 people, no one knows anybody anyway. And of course, this is some of the side adjuncts of the COVID thing, knocking out your smaller businesses. And I don't mean mom and pop. I don't mean the tailor and the gas station. What I mean are your smaller corporations where you've got anywhere from 50 to 200 people. Those corporations are small enough for you to know everyone in the corporation. After five years or less, you know everyone. 
So my point to you is those of you with, with, with real estate thinking, well, the job you have is going to allow you now to move far away, cashing in on your L.A. property, going and buying cheaper far away and keeping your L.A. job because you can do it on Zoom. Be careful with that one. I'm usually ahead of the curve. Some of the corporations may be slower to get this, but I promise you the competitive edge in the corporation, whether you've got five employees or 200 employees, is going to be to keep people together. Amen to that. All right, today's show. All right, two things I see all the time that medicine overlooks, including alternative medicine, is number one, you can't get breath through the nose. I'm going to say that again. There's one nostril that's always clogged. Or there's another nostril that's always clogged. Or both nostrils are always clogged. Or both nostrils are partly clogged. Or some variation of that theme. And what it forces you to do, especially at night, is breathe with your mouth open. Now, at my level of expertise, breathing with your mouth open is death. I consider that DEFCON 5 alert. I consider that you are on your way to ER. You are on your way to your ENT to figure out how and what can be done about it. This is not a little thing. This is a big thing. And you ought to ask yourself if you're like that. So right now, what I want you to do is take a moment, and I want you to take a couple of inhalations through the nose. I want you to check yourself first with both nostrils. So just give yourself a second. Now what I want you to do is just clog one nostril. Press one nostril and see if you're open in that one nostril. Now press the other nostril. If you're not open in the passageways, if you know you're dealing with a deviated septum, if you have nasal polyps, if you have neither, but for whatever reason, you're chronically inflamed and you can't get air through the nose, that's DEFCON 5. I'm dropping a red flag on you right now. Here's what I can tell you is the inside track. If you can't get air through the nose, both nostrils easily, you go into shock. If you can't get air through both nostrils easily, you go into shock. That's right, shock. It means you shift from the healthier, more grounded, parasympathetic part of you. Right? Autonomic nervous system, two sides, the speed it up side, the sympathetic, the slow it down side, the parasympathetic, the cell repairs in parasympathetic, not sympathetic. If you're in sympathetic too much, you're sympathetic dominant. If you don't know what I'm talking about right now, straighttalk.cc, not.com.cc. Go on it, look up anything I've done on the nervous system. Cue you in. This is the Institute for the Inside Track to Health. So pardon me if I can't stop and explain what I mean. I don't want to stop and explain. I've got 
too many people that listen regularly. Welcome if you're new to the show, but get on the website and look the stuff up. If your nasal nasal passages are blocked, you go sympathetic dominant. You don't know what it is to relax your body anymore. In that state, you cannot repair. Nothing works. It is the single most foundational piece. I've watched the travesty of holistic medicine operate without understanding this. Travesty only in the sense that if you're spending money on nutritional supplements, if you're doing any type of holistic therapy, forget the allopaths, if you're doing any type of holistic therapy and you're not in parasympathetic mode, the therapies don't work too well. You got to get that one through your head. The second one, and I won't really get into this piece today, is if you clench your jaw at night, lots of people, I'd say 20% of everyone I see clenches. How do I know? I can see it in the tooth pattern. Google search it, bruxism, pictures of people who clench and grind. You'll see that the teeth in the front, the Bucky Beavers, get square. At the edges, you have a right angle, not a curve. It's a clear sign. Your dentist has mentioned it. It was swept under the rug. You forgot about it. But you clench. If you clench, you compress your cranial bones. Ethmoid, sphenoid, they don't work right. If they don't work right because the pituitary sits in the cellatursica of the sphenoid bone, you don't function right. Your glandular system's shot. You walk in and say you're impotent. You walk in and you have hot flashes. You walk in and you're weak and fatigued. You walk in and you can't grow muscle. I find out you clench, there's your issue. Clenching is a disease. And nobody wants to deal with it, even though a certain faction of dentistry figures it can. NTIs and all sorts of appliances that are made. By the way, appliances, just so you get this, when you get one of these appliances for clenching, it's not for clenching. The $9.99 night guard or the $200 gizmo that your dentist makes because he did the weekend seminar on clenching or bruxism. Yes, most dentists don't know squat about this. When you get a night guard for clenching, it's not for clenching. They tell you it is, but it's not. It's for grinding, right? So you can clench your teeth together and then grind those cheap night guards stop grinding. That's good. Don't get me wrong. But it doesn't stop clenching, which is definitely a disease producer, just like sleep apnea is a disease producer. Really, with time, which I don't have, I'd love to do the show on sleep apnea, clenching and grinding, and not being able to get breath through the nose. When you see me, I check all of it, man, because these are big, big deals. So I don't care what you come in with. Your back hurts. You're impotent, you're diabetic, you have cancer. Whatever you come in with, whatever your health concern is, I'm not looking at the health concern. That may be news to you. This is not what I'm going to do. I'm going to look at what's wrong with your health that produces disease. And the three big ones, you clench, you can't get air through your nose, and at night... Yeah, the women are laughing. Nine out of ten husbands sound like that. All right. The strict focus of the show, and yes, I am going to do part two today. I promise. I swear.
Well, I don't swear. I promise. I've broken my promises last month because I have other things to do. I'm sorry. I can't be in 40 places at once. So those of you that have been emailing, where are the shows? I'm sorry. But I've got that straightened out now. As I said, I'm not going back to school. I've got another degree. I'm very happy with what I did. I don't go back for another three to five years. And when I do, I'll own the whole lab this time. So I'm free and ready to deliver more to you. So I will do a second half to this show, I promise. Number one point, did you do the nostril test? If, for whatever reason, and that's another show, you can't get air through your nostrils, both of them easily, that's a flag. Now, why? All right. Here's the fun part. When you take air through the nose, those air molecules go all the way to the top of the nose and they start to tintillate. They start to vibrate the ethmoid bone. Now, if you take your finger and you put it between your eyebrows, that's a place, those of you who are into this kind of thing, it's called the glabella. Glabella. Like Bella with a GLA in front of it. The glabella. That's just put your finger right between your eyebrows. Done. That's where a bone of the skull is called the ethmoid bone. And that ethmoid bone is vibrated by the air coming up through your nose. There's a sinus in there. Those of you who suffer from sinus infections or worse yet, chronic sinus infections, know that there's a sinus there. It's called the ethmoid sinus. Behind it and a little, I think, higher up is the sphenoid sinus. These are bones that aren't dense, but they've got holes in them. Holds that are great places for infections. At any rate, in normal physiology, that air goes up through the nostrils, if it does, vibrates the ethmoid bone. That ethmoid bone has a connection to your brain. It has a direct connection to your brain. So if I was a little man with a little poker, I could sit in there in the ethmoid sinus and weave a connection right to the sheath, the covering of the brain called the dural tissue, and threw it right to the brain. There's a physical connection. I want you to get that straight. I want you to think it in terms of, you know what? There's a physical connection of your eye to the brain. The eye is just a big hunk of nerve tissue connected to the optic nerve that goes right to the brain. Good. That's why the eye and the brain have such a dynamic connection. Well, it's the same thing with your schnooter. The schnooter, when you take air through the nose, it vibrates the ethmoid. And that makes a physical connection because you're vibrating into the tissue around the brain, which is the dural tissue, which is one of the three meninges, to the brain. Now... Once you vibrate the covering to the brain, the dural tissue, that dural tissue, stop, hold that frame, the brain looks like a tadpole. The brain is a big blob of brain. 
And then there's a tail to it called the spinal cord. So when we say brain, we mean brain and spinal cord. If I go into your head, pull out your brain and your spinal cord, it looks like a tadpole. Well, that tadpole is covered in dural tissue. You go on my website, I've got tons of pictures. I think one out of every eight shows is a picture of this. So if this is new to you, straighttalk.cc, start going into the archives. It's free and just look. Have fun. Lots of people do. Pretty soon we're going to take this to studio format with video cameras and the whole thing. And I'm going to expand out in an enormous way. All right. All to your benefit. Okay. You got to stay strong in the age of COVID. So as that air is going up your nostrils, vibrating the ethmoid, vibrating the dural tissue, that dural tissue, the sheath to the brain is around your brain and goes all the way down to your back. Your entire body is affected. How is it affected? It's affected because that's what stimulates the relaxation response, the shift from sympathetic dominance from the sympathetic nervous system into the parasympathetic one. How you relax is in part vitally determined by the fact that you can get air through both nostrils. Yeah, I know, you thought breathing was about staying alive and you can put it through the lungs. In other words, if the nose is clogged, so what? We've got the mouth. Breath is all about getting air to the lungs. That is correct, but it is also terribly ignorant of us. Terribly ignorant of us. Terribly ignorant. It's demonic. It's the devil. That medicine, all of medicine, isn't pointing out. First and foremost, okay, a close second. That the purpose of Patent breath through the nose is to shift the body into autonomic balance, into relaxation mode. So look at you when you're five years old, sleeping like a little angel, right? Your parents come in, they're all happy, they love you, they take pictures of you sleeping like a little angel. Guess what? Your mouth is shut, you're breathing through both nostrils, and you look like a little angel. Now think of you at 50 or 60, and at least half of America. Isn't life grand? It's a miracle you're not dead. Now, this is not a little thing. This is huge. It's huge. Because without being able to get air through the nostrils, when I have, when I have athletes, when I have athletes, you know, boxers, soccer players, anybody, the minute I see that, they're off to get it fixed. And they'll tell me, why do I want to fix it now? It's just going to get busted again. I say, you fix it now, or you'll take five years off your career. Just think of that. So if you're listening today, and you've got anything like this, you go to a good ENT, ear, nose, and throat, and you get the problem fixed. Polyps, deviated septum, anything else along those lines. Use irrigants. Saline. I had a guy 
about a month ago use baby shampoo. Yeah, the ENTs in the know, when you've got those chronic sinus infections, they're using baby shampoo to break the biofilms. So understand, you know, if you sit down with ENTs, ear, nose, and throat guys, and you talk to them about changes they've seen when they do rhinoplasty, you know, even if it's cosmetic, but definitely to open a deviated septum, they will all tell you, this is in the literature, ask your ENT. Doesn't this have like a general beneficial systemic effect on your health? And they'll go, yeah, it does. And if you really sit down with them over a martini at the polo lounge... And promise never to tell anybody what they say. They'll talk to you about the miracles they've seen. It's a catch-22 for these guys. They can't say, look, I'm going to fix your nose because Dr. Medici sent you, and then, you know, your diabetes and cancer are going to go away. So they'll never commit to that. But if you get to know them, as I have, they will tell you off-cuff regularly that they see amazing things. If there are any ENTs, please... Stand up and, and back me up here because I know you know. You change the palate, the palate through orthodontics. You change a life. You change that airflow. You change a life. You stop from someone from clenching. You change a life. This is so fundamental. You get rid of sleep apnea, you change your life. And you dentists out there with your gadgets, because you got a lot of the high-end dentists trying to make gadgets now to stop your apnea, costing anywhere from nothing and usually being useless, all the way up to thirty, forty thousand $40,000 for the appliance that they craft because they've got some niche concoction. I get it. But let me tell you guys, there's a much easier, simpler, cheaper, more permanent way, and that's change your posture. And I can't get into that, because that's an art form that you ought to learn, just like breath. If you can't get your air through the nose because your oropharynx is distorted, or your nasal passages are blocked, distorted, twisted, or whatever it is, you're going to live in shock shock. I'm going to make a claim right now. The reason our response to this horrid lie has been so asinine medically and politically is because most people are in shock. Those of you who listen to me and anybody like me that are running around going, how could you believe these lies? How could you not see it? The people you're talking to, and they will be your loved ones. That's biblical. It'll be your brother and your sister. They're in shock. They're not evil people. They're just so nerve-wracked that they can't see straight anymore. They're in goo-goo-gaga land because they've gotten so stressed and don't even know it that they can't discern. You got to have center to discern. Center is the parasympathetic nerve in perfect self-regulation. Somebody called me the weeping Buddha a few weeks ago. I am the weeping Buddha. Because it makes me sad. I have to do this show and realize about 80% of the people listening right now, they may enjoy it, but they don't know what I'm talking about. I'm only one guy. What am I going to do about this? You're listening and nodding your head, and I'm listening to you nod your head knowing 
your soul understands it, but in the practicum of your life, you don't. There's a big gap between the two. I ran a massage school to try to get this straight. I failed. I employed at least seven or eight people subcontracting the work out to them to get this across. It failed. We have so many moments in the day-to-day of our life because we've destroyed the ecosystem enough to where everything we do is telling us one thing and then a little bit of attention we give to the truth about health is buried in our lifestyle and we don't even know what we're doing meaning we don't know the transgressions there are so many now that is what has produced the age of covid and i could argue easily with anyone anyone that we're going to generate more debilitating deleterious mutation because of this god's rainbow as it's destroyed is what generates mutation. I'll give you a concept, a higher level concept, because you'll love it. Really, the virus is generated out of the need to clean up the garbage. Yeah, we generated the virus. Even if China made it, which it may or may not have, I don't want to get into it, but even if China did make it, it's out of the garbage we've created. How much hate Have we created, if in fact a Wuhan lab created this virus, how much hate have we created? And this is what my point is. The virus comes to clean it. Maybe the next virus destroys three quarters of the population. Then there's no one. Maybe we split the world in two. Maybe in our lifetime we'll see the end to see the beginning. There's a perception on the virus. But I prefer not to go down that road. What I prefer to do is stick to the world of we're being told a lie. Why can't we see the lie? I'm telling you it's because people are in shock. You're going to hear me beat this theme. I was aware of it. Anyone that knows me knows I talk like this. But the bottom line is this is a whole other level of shock. When you can't tell that what we just put in the White House is a disease. You're in shock. And lots of people can't tell. Yeah, Trump was not, he wasn't smooth. He was no Reagan. He's not smooth. He's not elegant. He's too blunt. He said a lot of wrong things. Yeah, but that man was well-intentioned. And we should have overlooked it all. And not enough people could. So we pray he's an initiator. Someone will come that'll do an even better job than he did, God willing. But the point, no matter what, is half the world, half the population didn't get it. Half the population's bought into a lie. Shock. So before you argue, before you get too upset, before you find that you can't forgive people that don't see clearly that they're destroying themselves and us and the Constitution and everything else, understand you're just looking at people who are so frazzled from clenching. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to make broad, sweeping statements here that are built on experience and the rock of science. And get out of my way if you want to confront that.
I will mow you into the earth. You'll go six feet under. People who can't get air through the nostrils, get it fixed. Sleep apnea, get it fixed. Shock, get it fixed. 714-850-1007. 714-850-1007. If you're lost in the labyrinth of health, and you're lost, and you don't know what to do, and you've been around the block too many times, and you want to work, call that number, make the appointment. I'll see you next week. Okay, that's a wrap. Don't forget to get to Dr. Medici's website at drmedici.com to look at the pictures and review the show as often as you wish. See you next week.